It's a Dapper Devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. It's only 13 payments of 19.99, but wait, there's more! Hello, hello. Hello, hello, Ian Brodsky. It is so good to hear your voice. Back at you. Um, listeners, Ian was literally just talking me off the ledge. Like, you want a business partner and a co-host that is as understanding and loving as he is. Aw, shucks. I, I've been saying aw, shucks a lot. I'm sorry. But thank you. That's that's very that's very sweet and kind of you, and I'm glad that I could be there as a friend and, and all of that. I'm not good with compliments. I'm sorry. <laughs> no apologies for devolving into Charlie Brown. You are the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. I just, quarantine is really getting to me, and I just, I'm starting, today's day 76, and I'm just feeling like I'm not getting it right. Like, I'm not getting anything right, and I just, I don't know what is right, but whatever I'm doing is wrong. Like, I'm being very self-critical, and I'm just, it's, it's burdenous, so I appreciate- Can I tell you, oh, go on. I mean, I was just, I, I just, I appreciate being able to talk to you about it. Of course. And if it helps at all, I just like an hour ago had a similar conversation with my therapist. Maybe not like on as big a scale as like what we were talking about before we went live, but like similar feelings like and like sort of that came out of the quarantine. Um, But that's definitely like it's oddly something that has like popped back into my head, which is, you know, a very fun thing to have circling your brain space when there's nothing else going on (laughs) just to become obsessive is really uh healthy (laughs) yep i just need to go take my ocd meds and uh call it a night i'm just gonna go to bed at (laughs) five in the afternoon when this is over that sounds dreamy that sounds dreamy (laughs) no you know what i really do need though i need to like eat solid meals and it really helps my mood so maybe that could be what i do next (laughs) Did you have lunch today? I know that's a weird question, but... No, no, it's not a weird question. I had brunch, basically. Here's what happened. I woke up early this morning. I was... I'm... My apartment's starting to get hot and muggy, and I'm waking up with these headaches, and I had trouble getting back to sleep, and then when I got back to sleep, I woke up, and it was, like, coming up on 11, and so then by the time I was, like, eating, it was basically noon. Like, you know, I'm just... A quarantine has me fucked up. Like, I'm just... I'm so, like... Oh my goodness! What is even going on? Yeah, you yeah, know what I, I feel mean. That. Like, yeah, like what? What is even going on? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. One thing that is keeping me a little bit level is like doing the podcast or like recording auditions. And like, listeners, Ian and I were just laughing before we before we started recording because we both. Oh yeah. We both prepared the same audition today and right (laughs) wow it was so funny and not only did like we prepare the same auditions but like i reached out to other friends regarding this and they were like oh for this specific thing and i went yup oh my god because okay so here's what happened we can't tell you what the project is but basically it came with a script it was a voiceover audition and they were looking for one male and one female voice for um like an instructional video and right. so 
like basically you open up the document it gives you what you have to read and in the script was this crazy run-on sentence that I (laughs) I normally when you have to do a voiceover audition or any audition in one take I try to just do it the first time because the the first time is like the most natural and I realized that this one really needed to be read first because on the first take I read this sentence and laughed so hard (laughs) Yep. Because it was it was the longest run on I've ever seen. And honestly, it was even worse because every word in the sentence was hyphenated. It was all supposed to be one thought. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what even and it's is funny, that? Like, I've seen a couple of those lately and it's like I've literally said out loud before like you've got to be kidding me. I I like just trying to read it for the first time and being like how am I supposed to breathe in this thing this is the sentence is three lines long (laughs) and every word is apparently important it was like 20 hyphenates long in one concept and I got about 10 to 15 in and was like wait 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 (laughs) I got um, so overwhelmed With my um, very strategic garage band skills, I was able to like take the first half in one take and the second half in another take and splice it together and it good. didn't sound awful. So I'm like, good enough. That's fine. <laughs> I actually got it all in one take. I could I, I was pretty proud of myself, but there were some they, they also in voiceover auditions sometimes dictate to you um where you're supposed to pause and there were a lot of marked pauses in in this particular script right i feel like that was what i probably should have spent more time studying was like which ones were long pauses and which ones were short pauses but like honestly it was the longest script i've ever seen so right Right. i'm never gonna get that right like (laughs) right and it's like if it's like if and when we get like the gig like they will let us know when to pause. Or the great thing about sound production is that when you pause, you can just space it out to make a longer pause. Yes, that is true. So, yeah. It it was nice to audition in my pajamas. I hadn't done that in a while. (laughs) It's funny. I've had like a handful of like voiceover auditions lately that I record from home. And I'm like, this is great. I haven't washed my hair. I haven't like, like changed my clothes like i'm wearing the same underwear as yesterday like this is this is fine (laughs) oh my gosh i mean that's really the way that our industry is going right just like greasy hair no apologies auditioning in my living room like (laughs) right (laughs) i uh like i have oh go ahead go ahead i have a no um, i have a space in my bedroom that used to have like a poster and that poster has been on the floor for about a month now because I've had so many self-tape auditions that just happen right there. So I've just given up on, like, redecorating my room. <laughs> it's funny. My roommate, um, before she left town for kind of the remainder of the pandemic, um, she was uh, teaching some workout classes in the living room on Instagram Live. And eventually she started just asking if we could keep everything pushed out of the way because the schedule was becoming so demanding and it really does take a long time to move the art off the walls. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it's, it's like a project in and of itself. <laughs> it's true. Oh my gosh. Well, Ian, I, I even just talking for a few minutes, I do feel better. And I just, again, listeners, like get yourself an Ian Brodsky, honestly. 
I mean, quarantine has made me very much available. So this week's thing at gmail.com. Uh, should I should I just cancel therapy for the week and start calling you with my problems? <laughs> man, I I love you, man. But like, I just talked to my therapist about how I am not emotionally available for that right now. I mean, who is emotionally available for anything? I mean, I'm barely emotionally available to finish a baking project. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> oh. What are you baking, or can you not say? Oh, no, I can say. I, I made some macarons yesterday, and um, they finally rose the way they're supposed to. They footed, as uh, macarons are supposed to do, but then my ganache was soupy. So, you know, one out of two isn't bad. <laughs> All right, that's that's progress right there. Uh, it is progress. I feel like I, I, it turned out a lot better than the last batch that was a total fucking disaster. So great. <laughs> so right good direction. On <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we ready for the thing that happened this week, Ian? I believe so. Let's okay. do it. Okay. Cue the music. Ian Brodsky. Yes. There? Hi. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Present. <laughs> oh my gosh! I got scared that we lost again. Each other. I thought that was going to be one sentence. I know. I should hyphenate. Okay. I'm going to ask it to you as a hyphenate. Ian Brodsky, okay. what happened to you this week? <laughs> well, this week was the first time I ventured out and saw other people since quarantining began, and it was. For my cousin's wedding. I know I mentioned uh, my cousin Jillian and now my cousin Laser uh, in one of the most recent episodes, but I woke up early, I went to Central Park, stood with like 10 other people at a socially distant uh, plate, like way. Um, <laughs> there was very little physical contact, um, but I watched this like very nice little, um, this very nice little Jewish wedding happen like on this little like fold of a park like this little like grass patch and um it we, was really we great stand like, was... a little grass patch we love yep. a grass patch a little grass patch 2020 <laughs> um, <laughs> it's joe biden's running mate the little grass oh patch. man <laughs> i mean it is it is a, a fan of all communities spe- species yeah, yeah it, what have you. It's open to <laughs> bugs, you know. I, it, it's open to bugs, um, <laughs> All dogs. creatures great and small. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bears. Um, <laughs> Goes without saying, um, it's part of the Green Party. <laughs> exactly, yes. It is finally that unity candidate that we've been looking for. Yes, thank um, God. What Bernie couldn't do, <laughs> the little grass patch made possible. <laughs> yep. I am um, losing it, Ian. I'm losing I'm it. I'm okay with it. I mean... <laughs> You do what you need to do when we're done, but I am here, and I'm enjoying this. Um, <laughs> whew! Um, but yeah, like, and so that, like, for two days, like, that grass patch was, like, our home turf. Like, we watched the wedding on there. Side note, the rabbi was, like, this, like, really chill young dude as well, like, which, like, I guess because my, um, that side of the family is, like, kind of old-fashioned. Like, I was expecting, like, a 75-year-old, like, rabbi, like, struggling his way through i know this guy was like in his 30s super spry like made a beautiful ceremony out of like these difficult times everyone wore a mask um my uh my cousin walked down the little grass patch instead of the aisle um (laughs) like 
with her like with her mom's veil and um in this like in a beautiful white dress that wasn't her wedding dress we're going to see like the real thing um at like the big like rescheduled event um but then like we that afternoon we reconvened and we hung out like in that same spot and then we hung out the next day and um it was awesome and like now it was like as a family like as a legally bound family and that was really cool and like a lot of people watched it over zoom but um to be there was really special and i was really honored to do that so yeah that's um that was my little piece of humanity from this week and it was just so nice and like now i'm exhausted but like it was just so nice to like see people and like see family and be able to like catch up and really check in but in person yeah that's so lovely. I mean, love in the time of Corona is so real. Like we need it wherever we can get it. And a wedding is like the perfect, it, it's it's like the, the epitome of love prevailing during this time. Oh yeah. Like the theme um, of their, like on their like little uh, welcome board was nothing stops love. Aww. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Right. Yes, I love uh, that. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then, um, where did yeah, your cousin meet Laser? On Hinge. Yes. Oh my. Okay. This is a fully millennial Jewish wedding. They met online. Right? The rabbi was thirty. They got married in the middle of a pandemic with masks on. She wore a dress that wasn't the one she meant to, and it happened in on a little grass patch. That, on Zoom. That on Zoom. This is some modern fucking shit. I right. love it. And like it's funny because I think about the fact that they met on Hinge and like I think it was maybe 5 or 6 years ago at this point. Like she was in a different relationship. I was single as hell and I got roped into I mean like not that I I went against my will, but like we went on this Jewish uh young Jewish professionals cruise. <laughs> sponsored by sponsored by J Date. Love so, it. So it very much felt like a setup. <laughs> On J Date <laughs> when you match, don't they like put your little stick figure in the chair and bounce you up and down? Is that what I on I've never been on J Date, but if Someone... that's what happens, then that explains, like, quite a few things that I've, like, witnessed in the past two weeks. <laughs> yeah, someone told me that when you match with someone on Jada, and I think I saw it one time. I think someone showed it to me one time, where there's, like, a little stick figure, and when you make a match on J-Date, they, like, or maybe it's J-Swipe. I think it's J-Date. But when you make a match, you see your little stick figure in the chair, like, being celebrated and being thrown up and down. <laughs> you know, that fully checks out. It checks out. It's very Jewish. It's a full mazel of the week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but they met on Hinge and um, yeah, it was sweet because like my girlfriend and I met on Hinge and we were able to talk about that and stuff and like, oh, and uh, we met up later because like, um, like her, fr- so many of her friends couldn't be at the ceremony. So a few of them like came by later to hang out and um, one of them brought their dog who I just played with for the whole afternoon, and it was amazing. Love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Pets have no... I, if if they have any idea that something's going on in the world right now, it's probably cats that are like, why are you home? But dogs right. are all about it. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. This dog would not leave me alone for the entire, like, 
three hours that I was hanging out there. And, like, of course, I welcomed it. Like, I, that dog was perfect. His name was Hunter. He was, like, a little chocolate labradoodle. Um, he's great at fetching, but, like, I, all I did was play fetch for three hours. It was awesome. Oh, my God. That sounds so soothing, honestly. It was really great. My best friend Eric and I have been taking social distance walks down to the campus of City College where we can meet up and sit kind of, you know, pretty far apart. Oh, but, cool. Yeah, which, oh my god, Ian, we should totally do it. You would love it there. Um, I Yeah, I used to walk dogs, like, in that neighborhood, and, like, City College, like, that's a beautiful campus. I mean, gorgeous, just stunning. And, uh... Anyway, Eric has been bringing his dog Millie with us, and Millie always wants to come and play with me, but obviously, Aww. like, the, you know, the virus can be transmitted on their on their fur and on their hair, right. and so uh, we have been trying not to do that, but the one day that we were down there a couple weeks ago, Millie rolled around in a bunch of dirt, and then Eric was like, well, I'm gonna have to give her a bath when she gets home, so I guess Aww. you can go sit with Claire, so then... <laughs> So then I got to I got to hold Millie for a little bit, and it was so nice to touch a dog. <laughs> right? Oh man. Yep. Well, I am so glad that you got to have some special family time on your little patch of grass. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and the little patch of grass thanks you too. Yes, <laughs> little patch of grass twenty twenty. <laughs> yep. Oh, amazing. Oh, okay, man. is it my turn, your... Ian Brodsky? Claire Manship, it is your turn. Okay. Let's... Cue the music. Claire Manship, what happened to you this week? This week, I made a very big adult decision and used part of my stimulus check to buy an air conditioner. Ooh, smart. Okay, so... First off, air conditioners are way too expensive. I don't know what they think they're they're putting in there except cold air and bugs that climb in through the window. But and wow, if you're lucky like me, like a full friggin' pigeon nest. Yes, yes, they always turn into a bird's nest, and then if you're up high in your building, it's just dripping down onto the sidewalk. Like they're not. They're not God's gift, right? Like, we could right. survive without air conditioning, and I don't know why they're so expensive. Probably because we can survive without air conditioning. That's why they're expensive. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's... I think we got there. <laughs> I think we did. We danced all around it, and then I basically got to the bottom line. So... Right. Uh, it is very hard to shop for an air conditioner because there are a thousand bajillion different kinds, and apparently they all work the same, and people are always unhappy with them. And the ones yep. that are well-reviewed are way too high capacity for the amount of space of an average New York apartment. Right. So I did some cross-comparisons. My, my dad is really big into consumer reports. So first I get Charlie on the phone and I'm like, hey, dad, talk to me about what Consumer Reports thinks about air conditioners. So then we I went through that. that. I know, literally, Consumer Reports is a wild publication, okay? Because not only do they review absolutely everything, they also have an entire catalog of everything they used to review but have changed their mind about, which is hilarious. Wow. So you could be like, hey, Consumer Reports, I'm thinking about buying an umbrella. And they would be like... Here are the 500 umbrellas we have reviewed, and here are the top 10 from this year. <laughs> like, That's amazing. Who needs 
needs that information. Like I, I, I understand if it's like a car or something, but the funny thing is people really only put out reviews on the internet when they're unhappy with the product. So it's very hard That's to true. figure out. Yes. Like restaurants and stuff, I feel like the reviews are, are a little bit positive, a little bit negative. But when it comes to machinery and appliances, people are pissed. They are people never are happy with their purchase. They're pissed, honey. They're pissed. So anyway, I cross-compared Consumer Reports with what was available at, um, I ordered from PC Richard because Best Buy is too far away and I just knew that getting delivery in Manhattan was going to be easier. Mm. And uh, so I bought a Frigid Air 6000 BTU window AC unit with remote control. And I am very happy with the purchase. I haven't really plugged it in for the season yet, but obviously I tested it when I got it here. Not when I got it here, but when someone brought it here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And um, it's very quiet, which I am excited about. Um. Consumer Reports rated it a 71 out of 100, which is, uh, you know, okay. <laughs> sure. It's a That's C. That's like doable, yeah. <laughs> but um, people seemed pretty happy with it, and it was a bestseller at PC Richard, which is good enough for me because New Yorkers know what other New Yorkers want. Right. Um, but I will say that my favorite part about getting it delivered was that PC Richard will text you a tracker like the day of your delivery. They give you a delivery window and then when they text you the tracker, you click on it and it's a little cartoon picture of a truck driving across the five boroughs and it's so oh. cute. It was oh wow, that's delightful. Truck. So I watched it drive all the way through Queens, across the bridge, past Rikers, into Harlem and to my front door. It was so cute. Amazing. So that is what happened to me this week. I sourced and bought and had delivered and installed an AC unit. I will tell you, that is a brilliant use of your stimulus check. Like, if you, like, assuming you don't have to use your stimulus check for, like, regular, like, living expenses, like, if that money is just, like, good pocket money, that is a great use of that check. Yeah. For my stimulus, 500 of it went to paying off a credit card. Uh, nice. 279 of it went to this AC unit with delivery, and the rest of it I still have. So Great. Feeling pretty good about that. That's great. Yeah, I feel like I'm those like, are good uses. <laughs> I'm, like, doing something similar where, like, I because my roommate's been out of town, like, and at her, like, with her parents out of town for, I mean, almost two months now, like, I've just decreased her rent and, like, I take the extra couple hundred bucks, like, out of, like, the stimulus fund and like supplement it that way well that is very <laughs> generous of you to give her a rent discount thank uh, thank you i mean like i yeah it it just felt right i didn't feel right charging her the full amount like when she like hasn't been here to like use the apartment so right like it's something like thanks to thanks to the stimulus check like it's something that i could afford to do for now we'll circle back in a month and we'll see if that's still the case but um for now, that's that's what I did. Yeah. Right. You know what's funny with the stimulus is I got the check. I like I checked with the IRS and they told me when to expect it. It came on, I think, May 1st. And then uh, like two weeks later, I got a, a letter from um, the federal government, like from the IRS, saying that my stimulus check was on the way. <laughs> right I was, I was so confused about the timing 
<laughs> I think I got that too. I think I got something like that as well. Yeah, it was really weird. But it was also like, it was from like the desk of the president's office where it was like, yeah. we have we have done what no other president was able to do. And I was like, what? Like put 40 million people out of work? Like stop. <laughs> got him. Got there we em. go. Burn. Burn. It's a Ginsburn. How dare you tout that you did this thing for us when you're the one who put us in this situation, you unprepared fuck? Like, what uh, the hell? Music to my ears. Oh my god. I've never called anyone an unprepared fuck, but wow, that's the truth. I mean, and it does feel good for like just a little bit to say that, right? Yeah, a little bit. I feel a little bit better now that I've yelled at no one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, all right. Are we ready for this week's quiz? Let's do the hashtag this week's quiz. This week's quiz. Here we go. Quiz time. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Brodsky, question yes. number one, what are you obsessed with this week? I'm obsessed with the uh, with parks, which sounds like really weird, especially since I just talked about the little green patch. But, um, <laughs> um, but like, not only did I go to Central Park this week, um, but I also went on like my first uh, like pandemic era date. And um, we went to, uh, I think it was like the East River Park. That like over, uh, that like is right on the East River, and like we had lunch there, and like it felt like so good to be like doing exactly that, just like hanging out in a park, eating lunch, like right by the river. Like that's the shit that like I've been missing most of like springtime and stuff. Yeah. So that's just like been on my mind a lot lately, and like hopefully people are smart, things are looking up, and um, hopefully like. I can be back at a park by a river soon, but in the meantime, it's just going to be sitting on my mind. I love that. You got a little waterfront. You got a little date. Look at you thriving. Man, waterfronts every year, not just 2020. (laughs) Waterfronts always, forever. Always, yes. (laughs) Question number two, what are you... Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Question number two is... Oh, king for a day. Right. Ian Brodsky, if you were queen, I, I called you queen. If you were queen for a day. I'm fine with it. <laughs> you are my queen. Ian Brodsky, <laughs> if you were king for a day, what would be your decree? I think my decree would have to be that more brands need to make athleisure slash yoga pants for men. Mm. Because right now we just have Lululemon and Old Navy and Lululemon is very expensive, and Old Navy's, like, I'm fine with them, I like them, but they don't feel as sturdy, so I'm gonna need something in the middle where it feels like a Lululemon, but costs maybe more than an Old Navy, but, like, not enough companies do this, and I would set those, set that production in motion on day one. Yeah. Well, I will say that there is some... Uh, unisex stuff at Athleta, which is oh. un- which is under the umbrella of Old Navy uh, of Gap Inc. Old Navy, I called right. it Old Navy, Old Navy, <laughs> Banana Republic, and Gap, and now right. you know Athleta. Um, Good to know. I need to look at that. Yeah, I mean, some of it is clearly tapered for women, but in terms of like pants sure. and stuff, they have a lot of like harem styles and like like flexible dance clothes and like I feel like they could be they could be dude esque. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate the the uh, the tip. Yes, but regardless, your king for a day is needed because not everyone has access to an athleta, and right. men need men need comfy clothes too. It's true. Yes. Okay. Question number three: What are you watching slash listening to this week? I have been watching The Great on Hulu, mm. where Elf, yeah, Elf Fanning plays Catherine the Great. Um, Nicholas, is it Holt or Hult? Um, I don't know Holt. how to pronounce his last name. Holt. Um, he plays Peter the Great, or uh, Peter the Great's son, um, and it's like kind of a um, historical, like loosely nonfiction um, series of Catherine the Great, like assimilating herself into russia and um it's pretty wild and i love it um i'm trying to think like what else i've been i've been watching a lot of law and order svu um because <laughs> it's always on and i always appreciate it um have you seen i think it's like a propel commercial that has an anderson pock um song in it it's called come down by anderson pock and like it's super catchy um big fan of it um I'm like I'm opening up my uh, Apple Music library right now because I'm like I don't know what I've been watch uh, listening to. Oh, um, <laughs> I have been revisiting some Foster the People. Um, I put together this like wedding video for my cousin, um, and um, I revisited like some Lumineers, um, some uh, Edward Sharp. Um, yeah, just like a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, so that's. That's what I'm watching and listening to. Love Just, that. Uh, some old staples, yeah. Yeah. Um, all good choices, Ian. Thank you. You're making good choices. I'm trying. <laughs> Question number four. Who was the last person you texted? No cheating. Um, it was one of my managers from work. Um, I've had a very busy week and I've missed a couple things, so I texted him to let him know that I am still alive and still on the ball and everything, and he was fine with it. Well, that's good. You are responsible. I am trying. (laughs) I'm doing my best. I'm doing the best that I can, Dad. Um, (laughs) Please don't fire me. (laughs) Don't fire me. I need this job. So funny. Okay, Ian Brodsky, final question for your quiz this week. One person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, who you would like to wish well. I'm going to wish well, my friend, Jenna Kate Karn Manasoff, um, one of my dear friends Sorry, from my college years. Sorry, one more time? Years. That name is wild. Um, Jenna Kate Karn Manasoff. So wow. Manasoff is her married name. Um, Love I think that she name. just goes by Jenna. I think she just goes by Jenna Kate Manasoff, but like... I've been calling her Jenna Kate Karn for like 10 years, so I'm adding the, I'm just adding the name in, but um, today is her birthday, and she is- Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Um, she's a great fucking human being, um, and uh, wishing her well on this day of quarantine days. On this day of her birth. Yes. On this auspicious day when she was born. But not in a pandemic. No, not in a pandemic. we're in a pandemic. Um- Woof! Woof. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I literally, the thought just crossed my mind of all of the people who are having babies right now in the pandemic and how they're going yeah. to have to tell their kids what was happening on the day. You know how some people save the newspaper for from the day you were born? Like, literally right. every kid from this generation is going to have the saddest, like, things to hear about the day they were born. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, your turn. My turn. All right. Quiz time. Quiz um, time. Claire Manship. Yeah. What? What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with bagels and schmear. Ooh, yes. Yes. Ugh, I'm I missing have been that buying... right now. What, what'd you say? I'm missing those right now. Oh, my God. We don't have many great bagel places in the neighborhood. Um, and it's a shame because I just have to hope that there are fresh bagels at the store. And I'm always relieved when I get there and the bagel box has uh, fresh bagels in it. Because yep. it really is making me feel like a New Yorker. <laughs> that's no, that's true. That's I think that's what I missed most is like the fresh bagel places. Yes, for sure, for sure. Like just buying a bagel wrapped in paper out on the street. Like, ugh. I like miss spending it. way too much money with like an iced coffee. Yes. And, yeah. And like I mean, it just really being just being fine it, with it. <laughs> eating into my savings, but it's so <laughs> delicious. Um. <sighs> And I always eat them at home with Philadelphia cream cheese because the block kind, you have to yes. buy it in blocks. Thank you, Ian. We've talked about this before. You know I'm a block yes. cream cheese kind of gal. Oh, yes. And, oh, that's uh, the yeah. best kind. Philly cream cheese is the best. I, I've, never, I've never had better cream cheese than Philly. So that is what I'm obsessed with this week. Excellent. Now, queen for a day. My queen for a day. Um, what is your decree? If I were queen for a day, I would decree that all of the streaming services get their fucking act together and explain to us why they aren't all one. <laughs> Go on. I, I'm so confused between the difference between HBO Go, HBO Now, and HBO Max. And why right. does... <laughs> Why yep. does every streaming service, why does every network need their own streaming service? Why does CBS All Access think it's better than everyone else? Why do, it's so frustrating. And I just, I would decree that they all have to be available on one platform for one day. So I have to stop figuring out how to use them all. And they start <laughs> gouging me. Oh man, I feel that. Ugh, it's the uh, worst. Because- I don't. I subscribe to HBO, but apparently I don't get HBO Max. I'm so confused. That's, I don't want to question you on that, but I'm wondering, like, are you sure? Because, like, I found out that, like, because my parents subscribed to HBO, I was able to download HBO Max, like, as part of that. I subscribe to HBO through Hulu, and apparently that premium add-on is not the same as HBO oh, Go. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got so it. So okay. I don't have... I don't have access to HBO Max. So I would if have to helps. have two HBO subscriptions. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, that's that's wild. Like I don't I have I have notes. <laughs> I, I have haven't even checked on this it. matter. <laughs> I haven't even checked like I downloaded HBO Max just because I like I found out that I could. Um, and also because there's an Anna Kendrick series on it that I'm gonna watch. But like <laughs> I haven't even watched it yet, and even I'm like, uh I got notes. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be some work on this for sure. So that would be right. my decree for the day that that the streaming services would get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Get your shit together, Carol. <laughs> All right, question number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Question number three, what are you watching and listening to nowadays? 
Well, I'm still watching through The Office because we all need our creature comforts during the quarantine. Right. Uh, yes. Um, I've also been enjoying the fact that Patriot Act is back, so I've been watching that. Um, oh, good, good. I'm watching the current season of American Idol, but God dang it, this morning I opened up the um, New York Times email morning newsletter rundown, and they put out the winner of American Idol. So the whole season is is spoiled for me now. You're kidding me. Ugh, it was very frustrating. I mean, I know it's news, but like, come on. Yeah, um, there's. I feel like there's plenty of other things to talk about in the news today. Yes, I'm frustrated because now I just, I'm going to watch all of Hollywood Week just ruining the fact that I like other people more than this person, but okay, whatever. <laughs> so I'm watching right. American Idol. Um, America's Got Talent is back for the summer and I'm interested to watch that because Sofia Vergara is their new uh, judge, yeah. which I'm excited about. Um, Sofia Vergara. And uh, I am also... Um, What's it called? There was something else that I was thinking of. Oh, I watched the end of The Masked Singer. Who, and no so, okay, spoilies. Catch me up. Oh, man. I can't do spoilies. I just complained no, you're right, that you're the right, New York Times right. spoiled American Idol for me. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's 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 on me. <laughs> that's my bad. But I will say that uh, I was pleased with the outcome of... Uh, of the final three. I will say that, like... The the winner, I feel, did not perform as well throughout the season as the other two runner-ups, but then mm. the winner gave the best performance on finale night. So I guess that's all that matters. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've been listening to a lot of uh, podcasts this week. Um, I've caught up with a bunch of NPR, Pop Culture Happy Hour, NPR Politics, um, how I built this. I've also been listening to Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert. I have also been listening to My Favorite Murder. Um, that is pretty much everything for me. Oh, oh, and uh, today on my walk, I was really enjoying listening to some old albums by the Weepies. Ooh, cool. So that is everything for me on question number three. Awesome. Oh, that rhymed. Clever. Ha ha ha. See what I did <laughs> um, there? Yeah. Um, question number four. Who was the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating. The last person I texted was my best friend, Eric. And yeah. um, I was telling him that I flirted with a boy. Oh, you did? I did. A little distance flirting. You know how it goes. All right. Okay. Go on, girl. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, question number five, favorite question. Who is the person you would like to wish well this week? This week, I would like to wish well Dr. Anthony Fauci. Ooh, okay. Dr. Fauci is the cutest little old man I've ever seen and also one of the smartest, most respected minds in the world. I didn't mean to, to, to make his accomplishments as a scientist and epidemiologist like diminutive to how cute he is, but he really is cute. I mean, and, it helps. Um, it really helps. And I just really appreciate his candor and his leadership during a time when we don't have much leadership and that he sticks to his guns even when the President of the United States is threatening him on Twitter and breathing down his neck uh, to 
give us false information. Dr. Fauci is never going to tell it to us anyway except the real real, and he keeps it 100, and I just, I love him, and he is the best. So awesome. I wish you um, well, Dr. Anthony Fauci. I saw this really great, like, snippet of an interview last night um, where he was talking about Larry Kramer and how smart yes. Larry Kramer was. Like, and it was, a, I didn't even realize it was him until Rachel Maddow was like, that was the same Dr. Anthony Fauci that we are seeing today. And it's like, cool, this guy has always been on top of it and just so incredibly intelligent. Yeah, he's one of the real ones for sure. I'm obsessed with him. Yep. Um, so I guess that is our show for the week, Ian Brodsky. I, I guess so, Claire Manship. Shall we plug it in? <laughs> plug it in, plug it in. Ian, give the yeah. people your plugs. Oh, man. You could find me at ianjbrodsky.com, facebook.com slash brodskyian, and ibroski on Twitter and Instagram. What about you, Claire? I'm at womanship on Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok, at claremanship on IG, and claremanship.com is my website. And uh, the show is at thisweeksthing.com, thisweeksthing at gmail.com, hashtag thisweeksthing. Uh, at thisweeksthing is our handle on all social media. So please get at us. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends. Yes, tell everyone if they need quarantine listening right now, we would be happy to help them out with that little problem. Yeah, have them write into thisweeksthing.com. Let us know what's up for your week. Definitely. We would love to hear your hashtag this week's thing. Um, and uh, please keep up with our entire network. Dapper Devil Productions has all kinds of good listening for the summer, including Ian's passion project podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All nine episodes are available for listening to. They're really silly, but I think you'll enjoy them if you like musical theater and cats or even just like even just a conversation about the ridiculousness that was the movie we got it all for you yes i mean ian you are the expert on loving cats in a way that no one else does it's it's a weird thing but you know what i lean in i lean in i accept myself i've i've come to grips with it (laughs) this is my lot in life um and you know what i'm i'm fine with it this is my lot in life to be a fan of cats. The Ian Brodsky exactly. story. <laughs> yep. To reminisce on that time I did it in high school that one time. Oh my god, I still need photos of that. If you look like far back enough on my Facebook stuff, like it's there. Oh, I'm ready for a deep dive. Here's what I'm doing Go after for the it. show. <laughs> Year was 2007. I'll save you a little bit of time. Oh, I'm excited. All right, well, we are headed to the heavy side lair, listeners. It's time for us to shut it down. But until next week, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And that that was was the thing thing that that happened this week. week. (laughs) We were pretty close that time. Yeah. (laughs) All right, bye, BBs. Love you. Bye. That was a Dapper Devil production, say...